All right, welcome back to True Blue Sports Show. I am your host, Jenny Gibbs-Wider. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Andrew All right. Um, we have one NFL story to mention, top 20 shooting guards of all times coming up. Uh, make sure, if you're interested, go back and listen to our watch-along with the Kobe Bryant 81-point game. Uh, and then we'll get on to we'll get on to what next week's is here in a minute. Um, but so yeah, we have the top twenty shooting guards of all time, and then some star bench cut for you. Um, so first thing first, the NFL. Uh, well, first thing, schedules were released, but we're going to do something more with that next week. Uh, what we're actually going to do is we're going to go through ourselves and predict every game way too early, and then we are going. But on the podcast, we'll just go over our final standings and what every team's record was for us just to see how we both ranked everybody and then our playoff predictions and Super Bowl off that. We'll definitely be super wrong, but it'll be fun. So, And it'll give us a little extra thing to do next week. Um, but the other NFL story that came out yesterday was surrounding Earl Thomas, and he did something that his wife very much did not agree with. And then she rallied up a bunch of her friends and went and threatened him with uh, deadly weapons. Um, if you haven't heard the whole, if you haven't found like read the whole story, you need to go and check it out. Even if you're not a football fan and you just listen to this for our basketball talk or something, this is ridiculous. Like, you need to go back. You need to go find this, and uh, because it's a little bit of an uncomfortable topic for us to talk about here, but you need to go find the full story because it's just. Like, so far, most ridiculous sports story of the year. No, this is probably the craziest. This is, like, one of the craziest sports stories I have ever heard. It's so unexpected and so out of there. And it came randomly. Like, it was just, like, on a Thursday afternoon this came out. And so... Earl Thomas put out a warning before the story was released, and he said, stuff happens. So, yeah, stuff happens. Uh, we're going to get on it. Let's go. We will go to our top 20 shooting guards of all time. Um, as per usual, I'm going to start with my um, my honorable mention list. I have six this week. Um, mine are John Starks, Alan Houston, Paul Westfall, Rolando Blackman, Dan Marley, and Manu Ginobili. For my oh, six, I put Manu super high. So okay, Manu for me, his accolades are up there, but his stats didn't compare as well. And honestly, if we were going farther, he would be my twenty-one. Like he was the one that I barely cut from, but I just didn't think his numbers stood up because, of course, multiple-time NBA champion. But like, there are. So many good shooting guards that this was, it was kind of rough. I think the roughest part was getting it down to my 20. Like part of that was cutting uh, Manu and John Starks, especially. It was hard for me to cut, but no, excuse me. I have a Manu bias mm -hmm. my uh, sister was a massive Spurs fan. Yeah. And she had a Manu jersey, so. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it, it was, once I got it down to 20 though, it was kind of easy. It was easier to rank than some, but like, there's still like 18 through 11. I'm very shaky on, uh, I'm wondering, a lot of this is like personal preference. Yeah. I'm wondering where you have Reggie Miller. Cause I feel like I might have him low, but anyways, let's go ahead and kick it off and tell me who you have at number 20. All right. Uh, 
this is difficult for me. Uh, I'm saying he's this slow because the Knicks first spec. Earl Monroe. Okay, Earl the Pearl. Uh huh, Earl the Pearl, aka Black Jesus. <laughs> that, that was one of his nicknames. Look it up. He's a four time All Star, he's an NBA champ. He won Rookie of the Year, which is a massive accolade because you can only win that one time. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the ones that's like. Rookie of the Year, I, I think it's the most underappreciated NBA award because, yeah, Rookie of the Year, if you have a bright future, but the crazy thing is every other NBA award you can have multiple times. You can be a multiple-time All-Star. You can be All-NBA multiple times. You can be a multiple-time MVP. I mean, you can even be a multiple-time Most Improved Player. It hasn't happened, but it's possible. Or maybe it has Maybe it has happened once, but like it, it doesn't happen very often, but it's possible. Rookie of the Year is legitimately something you can only win once. Once. So. And then he, he was also, his number is retired by the Knicks. He was a great Knicks player. He mm-hmm. played with them for nine years. So. Yeah. I think he didn't, he didn't quite make the cut for me, but he, he was on my short list at one point, I remember. I don't know. I, I thought uh, he was on it. Rookie of the Year, and then the four-time all-star, and then the champ, and then, of course, he's part of the great Knicks team. Yeah, he, he was, like, part of the reason that the Knicks are, like, this great franchise, even though they've been bad for, like, 20 years. Um, okay, uh, my 20 is, this is where I put DeMar DeRozan. Um, now, his numbers don't match up. As well to everybody else, his shooting percentages are a little bit lower than you want to be. He is two times All-NBA, four times an All-Star. Um, but what kept him on this list over some of these people is just the defense on DeMar DeRozan. Like, he is one of my guys. Like, currently in the NBA, he's probably, like, one of my, like, top five guys where, like, if I need somebody to defend, I'm going to – I want him. Like, it's a, he's up there with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson – um, him and probably Anthony Davis are like my top five, not in any order, but like he's just one of those guys. So I've always loved Demar for that defensive reason, or Demar for all those defensive reasons. And so um, he is on my twenty. Plus he's like a Raptors legend. Um, so and honestly, if you trace it back, he's part of the reason for their success. I mean, he was the trade piece that got them Kawhi Leonard. And so he's a little bit deserving of, you know, recognition for that, that Raptors championship, even though he didn't play for him. All right. It's like how they uh, won to get Vucevic. Is that his name? Valanchunas. Valanchunas and Ring, even though he was traded. Halfway through the season. Yeah, right at the deadline. So. Um, and then my 19, uh, I felt bad ranking him this low, but his stats don't hold up to everybody else even though his accolades do, uh, to Joe DeMarks. Um, six-time All-Star, two-time NBA champ, three-times All-NBA, five-times All-Defensive, All-Rookie. Uh, he was a Finals MVP once. Um, now, what's happening here? What did I just do? Okay, there we go. Um, Joe DeMarks was way higher when I started my list. But once I started comparing people, I was just like, eh, do I put him higher than this guy? Because I feel like this guy's kind of deserving of being higher. And then that just kept happening, and he dropped down to 19. But, yeah, he ended up doing pretty well and being on my list. Um, who is – or what? Well, yeah, yeah, who's your uh, 19? My 19 
Lakers legend Gail Goodrich. Ooh, Gail. Yeah, okay. Hot not, take, not too far off for me. Not too far off. Far off. His career is great, but I do not see him in the top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an NBA champ, five-time All Star, NBA All Star. Sorry, I honestly probably could have placed him higher if you were to make like a college shooting guard list because he had an insane. He did. He did. Career. Yep. Two-time NCAA champion. Mm-hmm. He won Player of the Year there. He was on the conscientious first-team All-American. The consensus, he, yeah. His numbers retired at UCLA. Yep. So it was his number for the Lakers. Yep. Uh, overall, probably one of the most like best transitioned into NBA from college mm-hmm. players ever. So yeah. Yep. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Go ahead and hit me with your 18. All right. So for my 18, my personal boy, Pistol Pete. Whoa. Pistol Pete this low? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. Oh, wow. That's a disrespect. Lot people, a lot of these people, they find one, have won championships or they've had a massive Yeah, but he's Pistol Pete. Like... Pistol Pete is like Steph Curry 1.0. Like, just what he did with his jump shot was something that started revolutionizing the game. Like, And, and like I've said, like I've said, I could have moved him anywhere. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I could probably switch him with my ninth spot right now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this was more like personal, how I felt they impacted that makes sense. But he impacted the game more than, like, almost anybody. Like, when you're ranking who impacted the game, first Jordan, obviously. But then it's, like, the, the close-up guys are, like, Curry, Wilt, Kobe, Pistol Pete. Like, these guys all, like, I, well, he meant a lot to the you game. Think of, you think of Clyde Drexler before you think of Peter Maravich. I mean, okay. He's one of my dad's boys. I love him. Maybe this is my deal when I have these things. I make these up straight and I go, I can't have bias. So then I am biased to him very bad. So you're, you reverse bias. Because you're, you're like, I don't want to look like I'm putting jazz guys too high. Yeah, also, like he played for the jazz. He played for the jazz back when the jazz name made sense because they were the New Orleans team. New Orleans jazz. Instead of being in Utah where jazz is illegal. <laughs> Pete is also one of those guys that has like an insane college, like accolade line. Because mm-hmm. uh, he won the NCAA scoring leader three mm-hmm. times, which is insane to me. His numbers retired by LSU. But oh. it's one of those things. Like I'm gonna be honest, I probably. Now, looking at this and realizing and not talking through, might have put him at 12. Switched him down to 12. That's a lot, that's a lot more fair. Um, that's a, 12 would be a lot better, but you have him at 18. Um, I'll just go ahead and move on to my 18. Now, earlier I mentioned how low, like I wonder how low you have Reggie Miller. That's because I have him at 18. Oh, no. Now, his stats are good. But he just didn't amount to a lot. Like, he was a five-time All-Star, and he was All-NBA three times. But other than that, like, I mean, obviously he's a Pantheon three-point shooter. 
you know, up there with Curry and Ray Allen. Like, I think after Curry and Ray Allen, mainly probably just because I've seen them play, he's the third, like, great three-point shooter that comes to my mind when I'm thinking of three-point shooting. But also he did it in a time when three-point shooting wasn't nearly – like, if you put Reggie Miller in today's game, he averages, like, six more points a game than he did back then. Like, just across his entire career, even with the years that he was going down. Like, so – but other than that, his numbers weren't super great. I mean, he has pretty good percentages, but mainly the, the people ahead of him, for the most part, have higher accolades than he does. And if they don't have higher accolades, they're up there for statistical reasons. And I just – I felt bad putting Reggie this low, but I when comparing him to everybody else, it, it – Well, I, I wouldn't feel that bad because I also have kind of – Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. All right. And then my 17, this is where I put um, Jeff Hornacek. Um, he wasn't a super high points per game scorer over his career, but he was one of the best. Like, what, I mean, and he was, he didn't have many accolades. He was only an all-star once, but he was just one of the best well-rounded shooting guards of all time. And I kind of – he's one of my guys who's like – I don't want to say he's underrated, but he's one of the guys that I've always kind of liked that isn't super popular, you know? So also great career percentages, like almost 50% from the field in his career, over 40% from three, 88% from free throw, like great career percentages. He could score, he could pass uh, one and a half steals or 1.4 steals a game. Um, So also 3.4 rebounds per game, which is pretty high for a shooting guard. So just one of my favorite well-rounded guys is Jeff Hornacek. And that's why I knew he wasn't going to be super high on this list, but I knew he probably deserved a spot. Uh, who's your 17? Uh, my 17 is David Thompson. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you look back on it, one of the founding build blocks of the NBA. Because mm-hmm. he played in the ABA, and in the middle of his career, it turned into the NBA. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has a lot of, like, mixed stats because some of his stats are at the ABA and some of them are at the NBA. Mm-hmm. But he averaged 22 points per game over his very long NBA career. Mm-hmm. He played with the Nuggets. He played with Sonics. He was a four-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. He's an All-Star game MVP, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Is, if you look it up, he was a two-time All-Star MVP. And a three-time All-Star, he won Rookie of the Year, and he's also been on all-time first teams. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really weird because the things are so like yeah, they're split. But so. yeah, um, he was another guy who was on my short list, but I just found him hard to rank, and he didn't end up quite making it up there. So, but he was at one point on my short list. Um, who's your sixteen? Uh, Okay, so I don't have him Did too much farther up. Yes, he was my 19, so I didn't yeah, have him too far. Uh, I don't need to talk about him. Okay, who was your 19, yeah. by the way? My 19, Gail Goodrich. He's my 16, so we had them. So that We had them flipped, so yeah. Yeah, but you already talked about him. One-time All-NBA, one-time NBA champ, five-time All-Star. So yeah, we've already both, we've already talked about Gail and Joe DeMars. Now I'll, I'll move on to my 15. And uh, this is where I put Clay Thompson, because... No way. Is this where you have Clay? 
Thompson. Okay. I mean, he's a career, like in his young career, because yeah, I mean, he's been around the league for a while. Um, He was a rookie in the 2011, 2012 season, but in his young career, already an important player on three NBA title winning teams, a five time all-star two times all NBA uh, last year, all defensive. And then in his rookie year, he was all rookie. I mean, a career 20 points per game if you round up, and then also a pretty good career percentages, shooting about 46 from the field, 42 from three, and like 85 from free throw. So, I mean, he's just a good guy. And defense, too. I would place him higher, but he has Scotty Pippen syndrome, if that makes sense. Yeah. He played with a great top three, not top three, but... Well, a point guard, we both ranked top five. Jordan's number one, of course. Oh, Michael Jordan. We've, but, but like talking about Michael Jordan, we both have him super. Obviously, I think yeah. I'm sure we both have number one, but we're not to that yet. Yeah. But Curry, good. like I see what you mean because Curry's somebody we. I don't remember exactly where we both ranked him, but we both had a top five. Him, like top five, I think I put him I, at like my one of us. One of us had three. One of them had had him three, and one of us had him four. I don't remember which one it was, but I three, I yeah, okay. I think I had him four because I had Big O above him, but yeah. Like, it makes sense that he has kind of that Scotty Pippen syndrome. Um, but at least he's making, like making he more money than Scotty was. <laughs> yeah, he makes a lot more money. I feel like if he were to go to a separate team mm-hmm. and be like the leader of the team, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been as successful because I think he's really more of a support player. I think player. he's probably one of the all time second options. Like, he yeah. honestly he could carry a team on his own. Like, if you put him in Detroit, he could carry that team pretty much on his own, even though he does also have Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose and Luke Kennard. Like, he has other pieces. It's not a. It's not like there's nobody in Detroit. But, like, but I mean, it's just one of the lower teams that came to mind. But, yeah, I think he could very well carry a team as a star. Not the way some guys have. But also, at the same time, I think he'll be thought about him, uh, Dwayne Wade in that, Heat run that heat run with like uh, with LeBron because obviously Dwayne Wade also Dwayne Wade also showed he could be a number one guy but him D Wade in that LeBron heat run Scottie Pippen of course those are like some of the all time second option guys even like um, well one of the reasons that like Dwayne Wade is particularly on my list mm-hmm. oh Dwayne he Wade proved he could lead a team before he had LeBron and yeah I feel like Clay's never had an option. But if he, if he did, I feel like he would shoot up higher on our lists. Yeah. But he's also up there. Yeah. You know. This so. Scotty Pippen's over. Yep. So I, I agree with that. I mean, obviously we're both on the same spot. Uh, I'll or, uh, if you want to, you can go ahead and go on to fourteen. I'm on Reggie Miller now. Okay, so I didn't have him too far off from you. I had him a bit lower, but I, four I spots. had the same issue with him. Mm-hmm. Great player. When you think of shooting guards, you think of him. Mm-hmm. But comparing him to some of these other people, I think it was more just how well he shot the ball. That mm-hmm. made that makes him so like I, I, iconic, I guess would be the mm-hmm. word that you would use. I, I want to say he's iconic, but <laughs> makes yeah. him so like memorable because yeah. he was doing everything that the NBA is doing now ten years before it happened. Well, like like fifteen years before even. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Reggie Miller is one of those guys who he's not. He's not Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, or even like casual basketball, like or just like 
slightly basketball fans or, or non-basketball fans at all know who he is. I think Shaq's probably up there too and LeBron. But he's one of those guys who basketball fans of at least pretty good um, you know, uh, knowledge of the sport – see him and know just how great he was. So, yeah, I think it's a that's a good spot. Um, I, I feel like he played for the Pacers, right? And he never yeah. really had someone there with him. Yeah, I mean, he I had Rick Smith for a while. A but shooting guard is having that great point guard play with you. Yeah, I see that, yeah. I mean, he never really had anyone. Yeah, his second best player all those years was the, the center, Rick Smith, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. All right, uh, my 14, this is where I put Eddie Jones. Um Three-time All-Star, one-time Steel Champ, one-time t- one All-NBA, three times All-Defensive. He was All-Rookie in 95. Um, 15 points, four rebounds, and three assists per game while also having about two steals a game. Pretty good numbers for a shooting guard. Another pretty well-rounded guy. Um, his career field goal and free throw percentage are pretty good. And his three-point percentage is above average. So just another guy who kind of is uh, – Great, but middle of the pack when comparing him to all these other players for me. So, Eddie Jones right. is my 14. Moving on to uh, my 13 right? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go over my 13 first. Oh, you want to go first? Okay. I got uh, excited. All right. Because I, I really like mine. Okay. Uh, this is where I put Jimmy Buckets. Um, I, so, <laughs> I did kind of – I, I think he is. I mean, if you look at this, I mean, five times an all-star. Let's see. Reggie was uh, five, also five times an all-star. And then Jimmy, two-time NBA. Reggie, three-time all-NBA. But also, Jimmy Butler is already four times all-defensive. He was most improved player. Uh, his stats, I mean, are great, especially for a guy who's mainly defense, like a mainly defensive guy. Still having seventeen a career seventeen points per game and about four assists is pretty nice. Um, when looking at shooting guards, he's one of the best rebounding shooting guards on this list. He's got over five rebounds a game for his career, which is something that like like uh, like four four other shooting guards on my list have over five rebounds per game on the career, which that's not a big shooting guard stat, but that's still like something to look at. Like he's one of the best at doing something for his position. Um, a career 45 field goal percentage, 33, three point and uh, 84 free throw. So good percentages. Uh, he made it up there for me. Uh, who You can go ahead and go on your third, your 13 that you're so excited about. Oh, man. I, you look at these guys accolades, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Mm-hmm. Just how does one person have this many accolades? Manu Ginobili played for the Spurs. I he was also a foreign player before mm-hmm. playing for the Spurs, right? Yeah. So he basically grew up playing professional ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he had hair. He's a second rounder. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't, shouldn't have amounted to anything, but yet he did. Four-time NBA champ, two-time All Star. NBA Sixth Man of the Year. He made the rookie second team, even though he's the second round pick, which is insane. Mm-hmm. In Argentina, his number is retired. Uh, his Spurs number is also retired. He won EuroLeague Championship, and then he won the MVP for the finals of a EuroLeague Championship. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's an Italian league champion. Yeah, two-time Italian Cup winner, winner, and he won MVP two times in the Italian league. So <laughs> he's a three-time Italian league all-star. So he had more all-stars and it's Italy than he did in the actual NBA. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you were to do greatest, if you were to do foreign players, you would probably be. Oh, he'd be pretty high for foreign players for sure. Two or something like that. Yeah. I don't know the other people that'd be on there. But looking at this, I was like, wow. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, being an Italian all star, like, (laughs) that doesn't. He's won a lot of championships. You gotta admit. Okay, he's won a lot of championships, but I mean, yeah, part of the, like, the championships he's won at the NBA, no disrespect to Manu, but he he was on a great team with Tony Parker, with. Uh, Tim Duncan. Well, he was a starter for most of those. I think he was, he might have been a six man for like one of them. But even when he was a six man, he was one of the crunch time guys. So like having it also with the legendary Greg Popovich, who's a top easily a top three coach of all time. Um, so part of that success, yeah. I mean, it wasn't all him. It's not like he carried the team, but also like being an Italian champion and an Italian all-star, like that's great in its own right, but that's nothing compared to some of the NBA stuff. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's pretty impressive, but also like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from here, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a bit high for him. Uh, so do you want to talk about your 12? Or was he your 12? No, he was your 13. No, that was my 13. So go ahead and roll that 912 real quick. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like that's uh, it's kind of disrespectful to Manu. Which, I mean, I love Manu, too. But, I mean, you got to – you do kind of have to look at it like that. Because, I mean, like he wasn't the star of his NBA – with all that NBA success. Yes, he was an all-star. Like, he has great solo accolades. But then, like, I mean – like Italian league championships and Italian league all-stars while they're great when you're comparing them to other NBA players um, just don't stand up at all because that's not, I mean, that's just cause you were like a, like someone who's a high school football state champion. That's not going to matter when you're comparing him to other NFL players. If he's not as good as them in the NFL. So that's all I'm saying. I just kind of, Looking at it with, you know, some, like, no disrespect, but with some kind of grain of salt. We have had a theme here at the Shooting Guards with a great second scoring options, right? Uh-huh. Best duos, Sam Jones. Oh, okay. So, Sam Jones is my 12. Okay. Uh, I really, if you thought about it, you could probably put him higher, but Sam Jones has... That's actually really close for me, so... He has the issue that Bill Russell was basically the only reason they won that many championships. Yeah. Uh, without Bill Russell, that he probably could have had one or two, but one or two not the ten. Ten is insane. Mm-hmm. But his number is retired by Boston. He's a ten-time champion, which we said already. He's a five-time mm-hmm. All-Star, mm-hmm. and his career average, like overall, seventeen points per game, about five rebounds, mm-hmm. three assists. Are pretty good for that time. Mm-hmm. They really and are. Averaging almost eight 
18 points per game is your whole career, and your whole mm-hmm. career you're playing with ball-dominant Bill Russell. Hmm. Well, I mean, Bill Russell wasn't a huge scorer in his time. He was, yeah, he was a good, he was a gifted scorer. But he, he was a big presence. He was also a big defensive guy. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. Um, my 12 is, um, this is the guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start, well, because last week, if you didn't listen, Jason Kidd was, like, was way higher on my list than I originally thought he was. So I'm going to start calling this like the the Jason Kidd Award for the guy I had, didn't expect to be this high, and it's uh, it's Mitch Richmond, um, six time All Star. He was an NBA champ, five times All NBA. He was All Rookie. He was an All Star MVP. He was Rookie of the Year. Um, Twenty one points per game in his career. One point two steals. I mean, in the three range in rebounds and assists, which is pretty average for shooting guards, but also. A career 46 field goal percentage, a career 39 three-point percentage, and an 85 free throw percentage, which, by the way, he hit exactly 85% of his free throws. Like, it's .850, which is a pretty slick stat. So, but yeah, Mitch Richmond, he's my 12. He's also my Jason Kidd Award for the guy I didn't expect to be this high. Um, In my 11 is Sam Jones, who you already talked about. So, you could... You can go ahead and talk about whoever your 11 is. All right. This one hurts for me because I am personally a fan of this man. T-Mac. T-Mac. Okay. Uh, Seven-time NBA All-Star. Yep. Uh, He was the two-time NBA scoring champ. He was an MIP, which we'll talk about. (sighs) T-Mac is such, like, it's a great name. Right, it's a household name. He was a great player. A lot of people knew about T-Mac back in the day, back in like 10 years ago. Well, more like 12 years ago. But yeah, a lot of people knew about T-Mac. He just never had something that that validates him as a top 10 player. Also that... Um, that 13 points in 33 seconds or whatever it was, like that's a career. Like that is one of the best... That's like one of the best highlight reels ever, you know? He, he's definitely an all-time highlight reel guy. But he doesn't have the accolades compared to these other people mm-hmm. for me to comfortably put him above the top 10. But to okay. on the Raptors playing with his cousin Vince Carter, T-Mac on the Magic playing with Shaq, you know? He had so many. Uh, he wanted teams wait. He wasn't with Shaq, career. was he? There's no. He when he was drafted, Shaq was already with the Lakers, bud. Wait, no, he played with Dwight, right? Uh, with let me look it up. I'm, I got to see what years he was. I, I, I always forget with. I know uh, with Houston he had Yao Ming. Yeah. Let's see. I'll, let's see. Orlando. Yeah, he would have. Well. No, nope. actually, he would have never played with Dwight Howard because well, after, after the Dwight Howard was drafted. Was that when they had Hugh? I don't know. Or, Let I, me go. I, I think like a really three magic. All right, mine's loading. I'm trying to find it. Anyway, I don't know what I should get. He's always had a great, like another all-star caliber player on his team, but he's never been able to like fully seal the deal. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, that year, he didn't really have anybody. 
He played with Grant Hill and Horace Grant on the Magic and Sean, an, old, an old Sean Kemp. Uh, I think I was thinking about Horace Grant. I don't... He played with uh, former KU Jayhawk Jock Vaughn and former KU Jayhawk Drew Gooden. <laughs> All right, besides the point, had a, had a great career, has always had some pretty solid teammates, just didn't have enough to tie the ribbon on the bow to make him top 10. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, okay. That makes sense. I see what you're coming from here. I have him a little bit higher, but we'll get to where I have him later. Um, this is your – you did 11, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, who is your 10? James Harden. Oh. Now. Okay, I have him. Is it, ah, actually, I don't have him as much higher as I thought I did, but I have him higher. We are getting to the top 10, so there's not really much higher anymore. Yeah, because there's a lot of great players there. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, realistically speaking, he could probably be in the top five. Mm-hmm. But his career stats right now are amazing, and that's a top ten career stats right now, and he's still playing. Like, he has enough, maybe five years, years left in his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, how old is he? Like, 30, right? He played... He's, he's only played for like 10 years. So, like, he yeah. is. Oh, basketball reference is being slow. But yeah, he's only played for 10 years. He's only like 30. Yeah. So, he legitimately could play for another 10 years. I honestly legitimately think. I think we got. Be a sleeper pick to win an NBA championship. I think we got six more, at least, pretty good years from James Harden. Yep. Yeah, but, anyway. He's yeah. already won MVP. He's an eight-time NBA All-Star. He mm-hmm. made five All-Team NBA first teams, which is insane. He was a sixth of the year when he was backing up behind Kevin Durant and, mm-hmm. and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He was a two-time NBA scoring champ. Mm-hmm. He was an assist leader, believe it or not. I know that sounds crazy. I know. That, I saw that stat, too, and I thought it was actually crazy that James Harden was once an assist champ. His uh, number was retired by his college team, the Arizona State Sun Devils. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be retired by Houston at the end of his career. Oh, yeah, definitely. No way it is it. It's not, and that's extremely disrespectful. Unless he leaves on, like, horrible terms with them. Yeah. But James Harden went on a tyrant where he had a month where he had nothing but 50-point games. Mm-hmm. He's revolution- revolutionizing the way of scoring with the step-back threes he created. Mm-hmm. He didn't create it, but he solidified the step-back threes. He, he, it's, it's his signature move. It, from now, like... From in the future, people will when they think back on the step back three, like that's James Harden, like the one leg fadeaway, like you think of Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. You Even know, though people did it before Dirk. Dirk was most known for it. Yeah, I just like the the baby, the, like Harden. the hook. You think of it with great. Great. James Harden is the all time greatest draw person at drawing fouls. His mm-hmm. ability to create shots and mm-hmm. get shots at the line. Mm-hmm. Is incredible. Ah, it hurts putting them at 10. Mm-hmm. But there's so many great people out of them who deserve it, and mm-hmm. their careers are finished. Mm-hmm. I think everyone ahead of them, they don't have anything more. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like in a couple
10-time All-Star, two times All-NBA, two times an NBA champ. He was all-rookie. He's part of that historic uh, 96 draft class with Kobe and AI. Uh, 19 points per game in his career. Uh, Like, great shooting percentages. I mean, 45. He he shot a career 400 from three, and he shot almost nine. Like, he shot .894 from free throw in his career. So a great shooter. Uh, he just, when comparing stats, landed a bit lower for me. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he's one of my favorites. Just he like pass on my nine, by the way. He's your I, nine? Yeah. He hit the shot that saved LeBron's career, as people say. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and go on to my nine then. Uh, my nine is five-time All-Star, five-times All-NBA, five-times All-Defensive, but two-time Defensive Player of the Year, Sidney Moncrief. Um, the thing that edged him over Ray Allen was just the defense. Like, that's the one thing that pushed him a bit higher. I mean, Moncrief, also, he shot a career 50% from the field. Like, if you if you put Moncrief in today's game, I would bet, like, if, you, like if he played now, with three-point shooting being as much of an emphasis as it is, I think he could potentially be that had a 50-40-90 season. But unfortunately, he played before 50-40-90 was really a thing because nobody really shot threes. Um, one of the guys, I mean, he's up there in rebounds per game for shooting guards. So, But yeah, his defense moved, it ahead, moved him ahead of Ray Allen, also that field goal percentage number. Um. Who you said he's your nine? Who's your eight? Uh, well, this this is tough for me. <laughs> mm, I'm looking at my list right now. I'm really thinking should should I switch someone around real quick? <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go through with it. Vince Carter. Oh wait! You, I thought I thought we agreed Vince Carter was a small forward. Small forward? Yeah. Hold up. I said that in our. I I, I texted you that when 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 I, I asked you. Him as a shooting guard, because he played shooting guard with the Raptors, and we made him small forward until after. Right, yeah. Right. We'll just say I slated whoever. This mess this messes up my list. Hold on. Okay. Well, whoever you had there, we'll put there. <laughs> who, um, my eighth is somebody who's already been on your list, and that's Trace McGrady. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, VC, I, I remember, I mean, we talked about it, that uh, Jimmy Buckets and DeMar were shooting guards. I think we said VC. Oh, which is really backwards thinking for me, because I, well, I think DeMar DeRozan is more of a small forward than a shooting guard. Yeah, but I always, I've always thought of him as a shooting guard. I mean, he has been with the Spurs for sure, but when with the Raptors, I always thought of like him as the shooting guard. Like I always think of that, him and Kyle Lowry as that guard duo. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I think we said Vince Carter as a – because Vince Carter would have been on my list for sure if we had him as shooting guard. Also, I feel like putting him at small forward, he might be a bit higher on my small forward list than he would be at shooting guard. And I love Vince Carter, so I'd like to see him at a higher number. You know what I mean? So, all right, yeah. Um, so, my my eight was Tracy McGrady. We already talked about him. Um, seven times All-Star, seven times All-NBA, two times scoring champ, one time most improved. Uh, we can move on. My seven 
This is where I put Pistol Pete, who you hugely disrespected. Oh, yeah, I did. This, now, this on, man. Now I'm looking at my list, I think I, I put Pistol Pete twice. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. <laughs> how, does the, how do you always do something like this? I, I do my list really backwards thinking, okay? <laughs> I write a bunch of names down, and then I number put numbers right next to their names. Mm-hmm. And I make a list, and then I get confused while making the list. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, this all started with, uh, what was it? It was one of our first few episodes Giannis. with Giannis. You left Giannis off your top 25 under 25. And, hey, uh, yeah, just look so great, but... <laughs> he got two spots on your top 20. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's, I, I tried to justify having him so low earlier, and I was like, how did I do that? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I look farther down. Yep. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I have... <laughs> Your list is all out of whack. Uh, my seven was Pistol Pete, five times All-Star, four times All-NBA, All-Rookie, one time a scoring champ. Averaged 24 points, over 24 points per game in his career. Also averaged f- over five assists in his game. So even if you think about that as every assist there being a, like two points, that means this man averaged like every game he was responsible for about 34 points that the team scored. So... That's a pretty good number. Uh, do you want to go ahead and go? Who's your six? I'm excited to see how this goes. Is it Sean Kemp? Oh my god, <laughs> Sean Kemp. Well, I mean, maybe you got confused about somebody's position again. Well, yeah, George Kerman. Okay. Absolute beast. Okay. Time NBA NBA All Star. He's an NBA All Star MVP. Something like that. He's a great scorer. Uh, he also played during the ABA into the NBA transition. Mm-hmm. His numbers retired by the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. yeah. He possibly had one of the coolest nicknames ever, the Iceman. Oh, yeah, the Iceman. That's one of the higher-up nicknames. I put him really high up here because when you look at his like overall career points mm-hmm. and stats and whatever, he averaged 25 points per game his whole career, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. Yeah, Gervin was a, was a short list guy for me who, I'm going to be honest with you, didn't make my list. I, I just really liked, when I think of shooting guard, I think of scoring, and I think of, like, efficient. Mm-hmm. And averaging 25 points per game is your whole thing. Technically, he was an 11-time, no, 12-time all-star. With, he had the ABA and the NBA all together. Mm-hmm. So he had a great career. He never won a championship because that was during the massive uh, cream run. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about um, my six. And this is where I put James Harden. Because while he's still in the league, his accolades go head-to-head with the best of them. I mean, he's an already an eight-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ. We already mentioned the one-time assist champ, which is crazy because when I think of James Harden, I don't think of passing. Um, six times he's been All-NBA. He was All-Rookie. He was an MVP. He was a six-man of the year. A career 25 points per game, but also a career five rebounds and six assists per game. So 
Also, shooting numbers are pretty good. 44 from the field, 36 from three, 86 from free throw. Especially for how much he shoots it, too. Especially for how much he shoots it. That Those numbers are great. Um, so James Harden made my six. I, just because I think his accolades are there to – but he's my guy, and I think I had somebody – I don't remember who it was. But whoever my six was on the point guard list was a guy who could make it under my top five later on in his career, but was currently at six. Maybe it was Chris Paul. or I, I don't remember for sure. But um, he's that guy who I just don't feel good enough putting him in the top five, but he definitely needs to be up there. He just has so much more left to do. Yeah. I think that's what it was. That's what it was with my six last week. Too. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's with these people that aren't retired mm-hmm. because it feels disrespectful to make them higher than accomplished. That, yeah, I get that, but yeah, he just he was just one that like his accolades go toe to toe with everybody's, and I think he's up there. Um, but yeah, I think whoever it was my six last week was another guy who I just didn't quite feel good enough putting him in the top five, and they, that's why they landed at six. Uh, but getting into the top five, I'll go ahead and do mine first. Um, the other shooting guard on their dream team, Clyde Drexler. Um, Me too. You have I'm five? Same one. same one at five? Yeah. I feel like we might have a pretty similar list going the rest of the way. Um, I feel like we do too. So, ten times an all-star, one time an NBA champ with uh, Hakeem the Dream. Five-time All-NBA. Of course, I said I already said he was on the dream team. Uh, 20 points per game, six rebounds per game. Also, also almost six assists a game, like 5.6 assists per game. Two two on the dot steals per game. Um, 47, 32, and 79. 32% from three is a very very good number, especially for the time. So, um, all right, so who do you have at your He's four? He's also a coach. He was. Anyway. Yeah, who do you have at your four? Alan Iverson. Oh, okay. So, do you have him at your four? No. You, okay, I think we might have flip-flopped here. I, I, I have my three. Do you have Dwayne Wade at your three? Because he's my four. Yep. Okay, so we're, um, we're pretty similar. I'll let you talk about Iverson, and I'll talk about Wade. Now, Jaden begged for him to be shooting guys because of how bad yeah. he would have done on the point guard. Yes, this was and a guy who... I, I completely agree, because looking at yeah. his career accolades, they're absolutely insane. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think yes. what really hurt him is that he never won a championship. Yeah. Now, if he would have won a championship... He would have replaced Dwayne Wade on this list. Okay. But the, the cultural significance AI had as a player is mm-hmm. also insane. Mm-hmm. He, he was the bad boy of the NBA when he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. He was. Like, nobody in the NBA. So back then, everybody would everybody would go to a game in a suit, all dressed up. AI would show up to the games in a backwards hat, a t-shirt and like baggy jeans like he would just show up to the games like that back when everybody thought as part of respecting the game you put on your best suit Hmm? yes the cornrows and tattoos like like dennis rodman was the first big tattoo guy but the difference between alan iverson and dennis rodman was that alan iverson was the first super duper star to be like this, having the tattoos and doing different things with his hair and he all that. Had an insane NBA journey. Mm-hmm. It like, was. He was in jail for a little bit. Yeah. He, he just Allen Iverson is just crazy career guy. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, he won MVP. Mm-hmm. He crossed up Jordan. He was an eleven-time NBA All-Star. He, he stepped over Tyron Blue. 
one of my favorite NBA highlights. He he has one of my favorite NBA highlight reels of all time. Like I love Allen Iverson's highlight reel. Um, all right. Um, so I'll talk about Wade here. Who I had at four, and you had at three. Um, Thirteen-time All Star, once a scoring champ, three times an NBA champ. Uh, eight times All NBA, three times All Defensive, was All Rookie. Um, he had the unfortunate circumstances of having to be a rookie with LeBron, so he had no chance of winning Rookie of the Year. Uh, a one-time All Star, or one-time All Star MVP. Sorry, that's what. I, and then one-time Finals MVP. Um, yeah, I think he just had good numbers. I think the accolades. Stand toe to toe with Iverson. What Iverson's stats were what edged him out because I knew they were going to be my three and four, but Iverson is three in my mind. Like you said, Dwayne Wade's four for the championships. That makes total sense to me. Iverson's three, or you said Dwayne Wade's three for you because of the championships. Yeah, championships. Yeah, AI for me is three just because of the numbers. I think so. I think it's good. And then of course, number two, um, your boy, my my favorite NBA player of all time. Um, 18-time All-Star, two times a scoring champ, five times an NBA champion, 15 times All-NBA, 12 times All-Defensive, 1997 All-Rookie, three times All-Star MVP, two times Finals MVP, one time an MVP, Kobe Bryant. Um, just um, my absolute favorite player of all time. And when I'm not being biased, the second greatest shooting guard of all time, he uh, he probably would have been the greatest at any other position if he played it, but the fact that he had to play the same he played the same position as Mike, and so you can't beat Michael Jordan. Yeah, so Michael Jordan, of course, is our number one. He has a Michael Jordan's a career thirty points per game sco- shooter or scorer. So, but yeah, uh, love Kobe. The crazy thing about Kobe, you could separate his twenty four and his number eight career. So many more number. Yeah. Or number eight. You could separate those in half, uh-huh. and it would look like two Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah. Like two different career resumes. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yep. And, um, yeah, one of those guys we talked about earlier who's, and we talked about this last week with Steph Curry. Um, you see the generations of the NBA come through. Like we had the big. Center boom. I, I mean, the, the center boom of the '90s, like the big or the big man boom with Malone, Barkley, uh, Hakeem, all those guys, Ewing, all of them. I mean, that's because they grew up on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like you see that, and then you see Vince Carter's T-Max, Kobe Bryant, because they grew up on Michael Jordan. And then as it goes on, the next big guy was Kobe. The next big guy was LeBron. The next big guy, I would say, is Curry. Like, who's just – who's just well, but just the guys who everybody, every kid is molding their game off of. And Are you kidding? You can't walk into a high school game unless they shoot 10 games. 10 threes in a quarter. That's yeah. That's all they do. Exactly. Especially, especially the Shinobu comments. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, – well, the the guys' team at least, um, Kobe. Yeah, but uh, they it was, probably wasn't as noticeable because they were better at it. Um, yeah, Kobe. 
Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's not much else you can say. He's Kobe Bryant. Like, it's all in that name. He is one of the greatest of all time. In my opinion, there are only two basketball players of all time who are better than him, and that is Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Um, so, but yeah, Michael Jordan's our number one, of course. I'll run through his accolades. 14 times an all-star, 10-time scoring champ, three-time steel champ, six-time NBA champion, 11 times all-NBA, nine times all-defensive. He was all-rookie. He was a three-time all-star MVP. He was a defensive player of the year one year. Uh, six, all six of his championships, he was finals MVP. Uh, five-time times MVP and a rookie of the year. Defensive player of the year. I don't know, but I don't think it's that often. That's insane to me. Yeah. But he he did it once, so good on him. Um, so, yeah, Michael Jordan, what, like the great – the GOAT. Like uh, we both agree on that, right? You're not a – You're not a LeBron guy. No, I know you don't. I know you don't think Giannis is better. You left him off that list. Oh, my God. My personal opinion, I feel like you really can't compare Michael Jordan and LeBron James because their situations are completely different. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm gonna be honest. If that Bulls team, prime MJ Bulls, and then with prime seventy-two and nine, seventy-two uh, Warriors, or seventy-three and nine, you mean? Seventy-three and nine. Sorry, I can't think. <laughs> I left. I was off by a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you put those two teams against each other, I honestly don't think uh, oh, Michael I, Jordan would have won those games either. Oh, I think the Bulls win seven out of ten. I think seven out of every ten times they play, the Bulls win just because of how absolutely dominant Michael Jordan was. Well, and also you have to remember that seventy-three and nine Warriors team was not the Kevin Durant Warriors team. He came after that. Yeah, I know. So, I think well, if you look at the team. Okay, we'll do, we'll do the best version of the Warriors in the prime and the best version of MJ's Bulls against each other. So, the 72-10 and 10 Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, MJ wins. Like I said, I think I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it. I think MJ, the best Bulls team with MJ against the best Warriors team with the Curry-Clay administration. Um, that is... I think the Bulls win seven games out of every ten they play against each other. I feel like that would honestly probably be one of the best finals ever. <laughs> it would. I mean, obviously, it's the two highest record teams of all time. So, anyways, uh, I think we've, we've spent plenty of time on this list. Um, next week, make sure to listen. Um, our watch along for the week is Game Seven of the 2016 NBA Finals. In which LeBron James, I don't know if the block was in this game, but this is the game where they won the series. Um, this is where LeBron finally brings a championship to Cleveland, and we're doing a big. I would say this is the, the hallmark of this. wasn't the best LeBron year because 2012-2013 was the best LeBron year, but this yeah. is the the peak LeBron moment. Like this is the greatest moment of LeBron's career to finally bring that NBA title, well, to bring any sports title to the city of Cleveland, his his home city. Impossible. Yeah, he did the impossible. And, like, with the the year before with him, um, 
one of my dad and I's favorite quotes that uh, he read after that final series was that LeBron, or during that final series, LeBron was pulling a boat full of dead bodies with his teeth in 2015 just because Kevin Love was hurt, Kyrie was hurt, um, Matthew Delvadova was trying to help. He, Matthew Delvadova really did his best, but 2015 just wasn't their year. But then 2016, down 3 1. It doesn't look like it, the odds are against LeBron again, and then he does the impossible. Not only does he do the impossible in blowing a 3 1 lead, but he does the impossible in bringing a championship to the city of Cleveland. So. Yeah. So, of course, we're doing a LeBron game because we are doing our top 20 small forwards of all time, which will be an interesting list, I think. Uh, so, and then now let's go ahead and get to our start bench cuts. You gave me uh, snake nicknames, which is the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. The uh, let's see, the White Mamba was Brian Scalabrini and uh, Kevin Durant, who's often called the, the Snake for what he did. Um, obviously, I'm cutting the White Mamba. I'm starting the Black Mamba, and I'm benching Kevin Durant. So, and then I gave you the Curry start bench cut. You have Steph Curry, Del Curry, and Seth Curry. So, tell me who you're starting bench and cut. Well, we're obviously, obviously starting Steph. Okay. Now, this is where it gets hard. Del and Seth. Now, Seth is on, honestly underrated. He is. He really is. If he wasn't a Curry, he'd probably get more. Yeah, if, his, if, if he was Seth like Daniels, like he would be a totally different, like it's just the fact that everybody, yeah, just the fact that everybody compares him to Curry. Like if they compared him to every other NBA player, he looks really good. Like he's a pretty, like not not like really good, not like an all-star, but he looks like a, he's, no, he's like one of the best role, like role players in the league. Yeah. So, yep. Dell was great. Dell was great. The Hornets. Yes. I, I gotta go with my boy Seth. We're cutting the old man. Cutting the old man? Alright. Cutting the old man. So, alright, that is it for this week's pod. Just a shade under an hour here, so we didn't argue about our thing for two hours. Well, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so. Alright, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week with the 2016 Finals Game 7 Watch Along, and then our top 20 small forwards and that uh, NFL predictions. So, see ya.